I hear a lot about jobs, 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 and there's nothing wrong with that. But for a minute, I just want to talk business, business, business. Yeah. Yeah. It's one thing to have a job, and that's fine. I teach my people, be thankful for your job, but not satisfied. What we do have to do at the same time is position yourself where you can create jobs. Yes. I'm a native from Atlanta. Right here, went to Morehouse College, graduated in 1997, got my degree in English, and hit the glass ceiling within the first three months. And realized that the glass ceiling is real until I had a mentor who took me on his wings, showed me how to make residual income, and I retired 14 years ago when I was 22 years old. 22 years old. I say that not to brag and boast. I say that to show you that there are opportunities for you out here to stop looking for someone to give you a job when you can create them simultaneously. <laughs> what what uh, should one expect to receive? Who, who is this for exactly? This is actually for anyone who wants to improve personally, professionally, and financially. In other words, you can be over the age of 18 and enjoy this information, but what we focus primarily on is my favorite saying, which is if you can't go within, then you may need, you You better learn to go without. Mm. If, you know, you, if you can't go within, then learn to go without. Then learn to go without because those outward uh, things come from within. Absolutely. Absolutely. So everything you see before your eyes is a manifestation of what you think, how you feel, and what you do on a daily basis. Mm. So what we do is we spend three days. We're going to show you basically how to transform your thoughts, which will in turn transform your things. And we're going to take the old saying, be, do, have, to a different level. If you know what I teach people in Mentor to Millions is a simple concept. We get mad at a lot of different nationalities and a lot of different foreigners for coming over here and doing what we're supposed to do. Yes. Foreigners don't come looking for jobs. They come looking to create opportunities. America is supposed to be the land of what? Opportunities. So we get mad at other nationalities for doing something that we are supposed to do. Now, I talk bad about America, and we can talk bad about government all you want, but I don't see no boats leaving. <laughs> That's not my heard. You know, we get mad at the government, we occupy Atlanta, and we get upset, and I get pissed off too. But we're going to get it straight here. Yeah. So, if this is the land of plenty, it's time to do something that a lot of people aren't doing, and that's educate yourself. Yeah. Be an entrepreneur. Don't be afraid of it. Is it scary? Yeah. But wealth is where the unknown is. If wealth was where the known was, we would be wealthy. So you got to learn that wealth and money and abundance and prosperity often lies in the unknown. Don't be afraid to seek the unknown. So all you really can do in America is keep poverty as far away from you as possible by keeping certain things in place. And one of them is a business. One of them is the business. Your job doesn't even count as a part of your defense mechanism. A job is the beginning of the journey, not the end of it. Well, a job, you just get started on your journey to build up little defenses against this war, against what? Poverty. Always remember that. You can get money easily once you understand certain principles. You got to be something first, do things second, and then you will have the results of the things that you become and do. So you notice it's be, uh -huh. do, then have. You can't have, then try to become, then do. You can't do to have so you can be like. In school, they won't teach you this. There's several types of business. You got traditional business, corporations. That's fine. Get a job. 
just so you can get your feet wet. You gotta pay the lights, you gotta pay the water bill, you gotta pay the gas bill, you gotta pay daycare, you gotta have health insurance, nothing wrong with a job. But that's where you get your feet wet so you can turn around and create them. Then you got franchising. Most of us don't have 2.5 million just to own a McDonald's and 500,000 just to get a Dunkin' Donuts. And we don't, have, we don't have that kind of money just laying around. Then you have what I do, which is non-traditional business. That's why I make non-traditional money. Because, here's the difference. You have to learn that you can give yourself a pay raise with the money that you currently make. See, a lot of us want to make more money to change our situation, but you own a W-2. A 1099 with a W-2 allows you to have all the write-offs so that you can give yourself a seven dollars to $8,000 a year raise with the money from your job. This is capitalism, Sydney. We live in America, okay? And the reality of it is, if you don't focus on your finances at some point, mm. somebody else will focus on them for you, mm. okay? So my mentor always taught me, look, your money is going to make someone rich. Mm. It just depends on who it's going to be. You're either making the government rich by overpaying your taxes. You're either making the banks rich by getting in a lot of debt and paying for things three and four and five times that are depreciating. Mm. Or you can make your unborn grandchildren, grandchildren rich with things that you're doing today. So your money is gonna make somebody rich. It's just a matter of who it's gonna be. <laughs> the problem is, most of the ways that you get it is not passive. Passive is the only way to make real, true income because as long as you're working for it, there are only so many hours in a what? In a day. Money's a tool, it's supposed to work. Money's a tool, it's supposed to what? Work. So I want you to write this down. Something has to work. Just not me. Just, okay? Something has to work. Just not me. But they don't understand it. How in the world, boy, you still get paid and keep doing this? Like, I'm talking about my friends. They don't understand how it's still working. You know why? Because I worked on this. That's why. You'll never get it. You'll never understand it. I worked on this for 15 years, and I'm still working on this. It's not hard to get wealthy in America, guys. I've made seven figures teaching people how to do it. I'm not saying I feel like I'm the richest man in the world. Trust me. I grew up on the south side, College Park, East Point. I know what it's like to foreclosure. I know what it's like to have no money. I know what it's like to have my lights off. I also know what it's like to go to Aruba. I know what it's like to go to Tahiti. I know what it's like to go to Maui. I've been to Monaco. You can experience both. And ain't nothing wrong with it. And stop letting people tell you that wealth and abundance, you got to be broke in order to help people. No, you don't. The best way to help the poor is to not be one. The key is to turn your profits into other investments. And then you turn your investments into what? Financial freedom. See, you're not rich or wealthy until your money makes you more money than you can spend. So now we all can take a trip to a, a safari in South Africa. We all can head to Australia. You put in the work now and have fun doing it so you can have fun for the rest of your life. In other words, Sydney, I chose at an early age. Okay, people say, Brian, how'd you retire at 22? I'm 37 now. How in the world did you retire so young? It's because from the age of 19 to 22, all I focused on was my finances. Interesting. So that's where I excelled. That's the room you cleaned up first. That's the room I cleaned up first. And look at the house today. That's the room. <laughs> that's the main room. So, but, but I have other 
friends who focused, and so people say, well, Brian, you didn't have a lot of fun in college. No, I didn't. I didn't. My college years, if I had to do again, I would replace 93 to 97. But guess what? I'm having a ball, ball right now. now. You see what I'm saying? That, now, sure. a lot of my friends were had a ball in college, yeah, but they broke today. today. You see what I'm saying? So it depends on what makes you happy. There are two kinds of equity, time and money. I'll prove it to you. If you need to do anything, I don't care if it's paint the house, I don't care if it's wash the car. You can either do it yourself, which is going to take much more what? Time. Or you can pay somebody to what? To do it, specialize in it. Specialize in it. Either way, anybody ever done this? You know you should have paid somebody, but you did it yourself? <laughs> and then you ended up paying somebody anyway? Everything boiled down to time and money, people. Now you wasted both. You wasted the time trying to do it, which is fine. Hopefully you got to learn something out of it, learn something from it. But you ended up paying somebody anyway. If you get a ticket, if you don't pay the fine, you're going to do some what? It's real simple, people. <laughs> time and money. If you do a crime, they either want you to spend some time or you're going to pay a Fine. Time and money. And sometimes they won't vote. So, if you know that though that's all you have is time and money, you can't be broke and busy. <laughs> I hate to interrupt. I hate to interrupt. I hate to interrupt. But don't you want me to pay the bills? You want the show to stick around, right? This segment was sponsored by the Instincts Training Series. Now, what is that? You ever wonder why a duck does not have blood vessels in his feet? You ever wonder why a polar bear or a brown bear or a black bear take care of their young to the death like any mother would? You ever wonder why a cheetah has a really long tail? You ever wonder why a rhino has birds on his back? You ever wonder why a praying mantis has a thousand eyes? I could go on and on and on, but the Instincts Training Behavioral Series will show you how to reach your full potential as God's highest creation. That's right. You're the most intelligent form on the planet, but you're the weakest emotionally. I'll show you guys how to tap into your instincts and reach your full potential and be more productive personally and professionally. Visit brianinbeing.com. That's brianinbeing.com for a free keynote and tap into your instincts today. Now back to the episode. Uh, give insight as to one who eventually wants to have something, how they begin the process of acquisition by being. How, excuse my English, but how do I be? Well, it depends on what you're trying to become. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and become. Mm -hmm. Like, in other words, how do I be? That's right. <laughs> but it depends on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to excel financially, mm -hmm. right, then you have to have abundant thoughts. Mm -hmm. You have to, you don't have to go out here, I'm, I'm not talking about chasing money, believe mm -hmm. it or not. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about abundance. That means you are well-rounded Spiritually, socially, emotionally, physically, financially. The problem with most people is, is that they try to become all of that at the same time. Hmm. So when you say, how do I be, here's the, here's the reality. And, I, and people, a lot of people don't want to hear this, but this is just the way I grew up. And it's worked for me and a thousand, thousands of people who follow me. The reality is this. You may be a little unbalanced for quite some time. But it's okay because life, when you look at your life, you got to look at your entire body of work. Hmm. So what people try to do, they want to work out five nights a week, go to church eight days a week, eat all the right foods, have plenty of money in their bank account, 
have a great social life, be all well-rounded, but they try to do it all at the same time. Yeah. So they will never get to step six because they're too busy trying to hold on to the little peanuts they have. You can't get to second base with your foot on first. Yeah. All right. Amen. So that's what people do. You know what? I want it. I see it. Ah, it look good. The house, the car, the mansion. Ah. <laughs> but the first is just safe. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can get the first. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all, you know, you see baseball, they run halfway and they get back. They run half. Next thing you know, you get thrown out because you have made a decision. See, I made a decision. I was going to run the bases. Some of y'all got your foot on first and you're scared. You gotta get home, but you gotta learn how to take risks and get your foot off first base. If we empower everybody, man, honestly, and we joking around having a good time in the studio, but if your friends had more <laughs> awareness and knew what the four things were that keep you broke, then we could all help more people. So I'm just about getting money out of the way. So I'll tell you what my mentors taught me. And what I'm doing is I'm starting to pass it. I have a little mentor. He called me last week. Or actually, he texted me. You know, these days, we don't talk no more. <laughs> we text. True story. Just to show you how you have to change how you think. Mr. Bean, I've been to your house. I've seen nice things. I want to be like you. When I grow up, what can I do to become an entrepreneur? I said three things. Number one, you got to call me back so we can talk on the phone. We can't text business. <laughs> Number two, I need you to do me a favor. You need to define the definition of business. Tell me why you want to be a business owner and tell me why you want to own a business instead of a job. Get back with me and tell me what the difference is. He didn't call me back. I called him back two days later. I said, are you ready to give me the answers to my questions? He hit me and said, can I do it after the game? I said, you failed. <laughs> Rule number one, entertainers and athletes are already rich. You sitting back watching people with money make money. So you watching the game, you'll go to the game, you'll go to the movies, you'll go to the play, you'll go to all the fancy parties and can't even afford the cable bill that's allowing you to watch it. <laughs> so I said, young man, if you're going to work, work with me, the founder of A Mentor to Millions, I'm going to mentor you. And the first thing I got to do to mentor you is I got to change your mindset. You sought me out as a mentor that told me to call you back after the game. <laughs> now he'll get a second shot, but he only get, you get one more. Because we got we to gotta toughen up. We got to change the way we work. As consumers, you have to flip your mentality and stop being a consumer and be a business owner. See, everything I do, I, I take it very, very seriously because I'm about business. See, I'll give you an example. Perfect example. When, when a bank or a business receives a hundred dollar bill from you, what's the first thing they do? They check. You give them a 50, 100, even some 20s. <laughs> they make sure it's what? Real. Real. That's the first thing they do. Marker. Got the hologram. Got the line in it. I know what the counterfeit look like. Cool. If a business or a bank give you or give gives you a hundred dollar bill, what you do? <laughs> See, I check it. <laughs> See, because I'm 
offensive. Next time you get 100 or 50, hold up to the light and just check. The person looks at you like, what you trying to say? I'm going to give you a counterfeit bill. No, I'm saying somebody gave you one. See, a W-2 says this. I'm going to work first. I'm going to pay my taxes second. And I'm going to spend third. That's why most people would check the check. Because you saying, boss, get yours. Government gets yours. State, federal, FICA, everybody else gets yours. Then pay me what? Mine. But let me ask you a question. Who work for it? Then why are you number three in line? The government is telling you, legally, if you're on, a, if you're on your business, we change the game. Why? Because we allow you to work first. We allow you to spend second. And then you pay your taxes when? Third. Third. There's a difference between the W-2 and the 1099. I keep hearing jobs, 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 and that's fine. But see me afterwards if you want to talk business, business, business. See, businesses are in business to make money. You get in business and treat it like a hobby because you still have a consumer mentality. So we get big bills and we don't check them. You have to start thinking like a business owner. A business owner takes every dime they have and look for other ways for that dollar to make them more what? Money. This is why most people quit the business, because they don't even know they're in what? Here's the five-year plan. Y'all ready? First you're born, then you crawl, then you walk, then you jog, then you run, and then you run till you're done. That's it. First you're born, then you crawl, then you jog, walk, then you jog, then you run. And then you run till you what? Done. You'll get in this business and won't give it two weeks. Won't give it two weeks. Why? Because there's nothing at the end that validates you. There's no certificate. There's no degree. There's no diploma. Society, in fact, been laughing at you all the way. But I tell you what is at the end of it, financial freedom. Now you keep your certificate. <laughs> Give me that. Give me an F. Finances. <laughs> See the difference? You just got to have a different mentality. And people miss this. You got to start living your business by a certain code. For a long time, my code was God, business, family. For a long time. You say, Brian, that's, that's crazy. God, business, family. You say, how could you do that? I said, well, you have to understand. My business and my team is an extension of my family. If I take care of my team and my business, they provide for my real family. So I put my team first for a long time. You got to make those kind of decisions, but guess what? Only for a little while. A little while. This business is 90% mental. And if you are weak, you will not make it. You have to be mentally tough. And don't let anybody make you feel guilty because you made a decision that for a minute it's going to be about you and your business. Now, whether I'm right or wrong, that's just what I trick myself or convince myself to believe that me stopping hurts more than just who? Yourself. Let me ask you a question. Who does you quitting affect? Everybody. Everybody around you. Because you don't know what the universe had in store for you had you stayed. And that's what people miss. See, quitting has its consequences. But it doesn't just affect you, it affects your kids, it affects your husband or your wife, it affects everybody that you love. Because had you stayed the course, they would have reaped rewards too.
So the government in so many words is telling you, open a business, open a business. All the tax breaks, open a business. Increase your income, open a business. If you don't have a, a 1099, every time you drive a mile, I want you to take about 40 cents and just throw it out the window, because that's what you're doing. <laughs> on your way to work, you should be writing off your gas mileage, because you should be talking business on your way to your job. Just take 40 cents and just chunk it. You know that little change you got? Just chunk it. I'm telling you, I went from ashy to classy. Because <laughs> I opened a business.